Welcome to J-Rod Concerts, the podcast with Jamie Rodriguez. A trip of music discovery. Jamie is picking people he thinks you'll really like. Musicians, artists, producers, and everyone involved in the world of music. Here's your host, Jamie Rodriguez. Even though she didn't win American Idol in 2020, Lauren Mercedi will be remembered as the buzziest and most talented singer to come out of the show. In fact, she became an instant fan favorite, and her single, God Made a Woman, which she made to her nana, became an instant radio staple. In fact, as soon as it came out, it went on to chart number four on the iTunes Country Albums chart. Lauren, who comes from Northeast Ohio, is our guest today on the J-Rock Concerts, the podcast. Hello, everybody. This is Jamie Rodriguez, and we're super excited for this Northeast singer-songwriter because, man, her release album, God Made a Woman, really is one of the most stunning pieces of 2020. It bridges, you know, the traditional twang of her country influences that she learned from her grandfather, but it also has that modern melody of the Nashville current scene. So it's a unique piece of work. Not only the title track, you know, God Made a Woman, which is beautiful, but there's, oh boy, so many. So, so many. Lauren shares with us her story, playing in church, picking up the instrument from very young, you know, all the way to, you know, growing up with gospel, traditional country, and into following her dreams. For more on Lauren Mercedi, make sure to visit www.laurenmercedi.com. And make sure you get into this wonderful, wonderful artist. And guys, if you're new to the show, we welcome you to the J-Rod Concerts, the podcast show. Uh, If you have 60 seconds, we would be super grateful if you can leave us a rating and kind of like leave us a review. All that stuff helps us a lot. But without further ado, this is Lauren Mercedi on the J-Rod Concerts, the podcast. Seriously. Oh, thank you for it's, it's having me. I appreciate it. Absolutely. Absolutely. Hold on. Let me just move this here. Okay. Look, you're obviously not such an incredible talent, you know, obviously, mm-hmm. you know, wonderful voice, you know, your album, you know, God Made a Woman is, it's, it's a jewel. One of the, what a, thank what a great album. Of course, of course, Lauren. And we, we will get talking about that, but I have to tell you your most imp- impactful title, maybe just nurse, you know, <laughs> It seems like that's what I've been doing mostly here lately, for sure. Lately, and, absolutely. And yeah, absolutely. it's it's been a huge blessing, really. Um, whenever the pandemic started and I was I was still on American Idol and I had taken off like a mm-hmm. month of work because, you know, they were flying everybody out to L.A. for the top 20 situation. And and, you know, the pandemic hit and they flew us back home after like just a week of being out there and yeah and so like I was still like doing the virtual stuff at home with them and I hadn't gone back to work yet and I knew this stuff was just gonna be you know it was gonna hit the hospital really hard and so after I got voted off I I went right back to work and and I don't know I I felt like a sense of relief just being able to be there and and knowing I was helping my friends and and um, I don't know, it's, it's a, it's a really hard time to be a nurse, but it's also been really fulfilling. Like, I, sure. I feel like I'm a part of something bigger than myself right now. So, right, uh, yeah. right. 
Yeah, you know, I mean, one of my life models is live with passion. And and when I right. when I when we did the research of of you and, and we were looking at at your life and everything, it seems like the last two years of your life for you, Lauren, has been. I mean, there's people that live an entire life without so much curveballs <laughs> and excitement and up and downs, right? Like like yeah. have you like stopped, you know, in disbelief of everything that's happened in your life the last two years? Not really, you know, but this, this year has been, um, has been, it's given me time to sit down and just try to like rethink some things. And, and um, I don't know, this, this year has given me some time to just kind of, I don't know, it's been a really heavy year this year, but um, I don't know. I, I just, I really feel blessed though, that I was able to, you know, put out a record, put out my very first music video, you know, get, um, like a, a massive fan base just from being on American Idol. And, and that's just everything I've ever dreamed of, really. It's is just being able to play music to people that want to hear it. So yeah, um, it's it's been a huge blessing. So. That's great. Great to hear, Lauren. Uh, let's talk about your early life a little bit, if you will, and then kind of like move yeah. our way to the new record, if that's cool with you. Um, yeah. so you grew up in Northeast Ohio, in the Canton area. Yeah. And I love mm-hmm. Northeast Ohio. I have to tell you, I love it. I love it. Uh, very meaningful place for me. Flying to Pittsburgh, driving west, Bob Evans, awesome. Giant Eagle, the whole thing. Yeah, um, yeah. Yeah. Your grandparents. I wanted to talk to you about Nana and Papa, right? Uh, tell us yeah. about that special bond you have with them. Well, um, very early on from the time I was a baby, they they pretty much raised me and, and adopted me and are my parents. And and um, my my grandfather, he's a long distance truck driver and um, thinks he's Waylon Jennings. He looks like Waylon Jennings. <laughs> he sings like Waylon Jennings. And he's kind of like he really introduced me to that outlaw country, traditional country sound. And that was what he was into. And um, Nana, you know, I, I was raised I grew up in my uh, church in Northeast Ohio in uh, Trinity Gospel Temple. Right. Brother Dave Lombardi, shout out. <laughs> and um and i grew up singing in my church and and nana really um you know exposed me to a lot of like gospel music and soul and motown and that's really like what what her uh thing was and and i don't know just i was always surrounded by music growing up yeah. both of my grandparents are music lovers and and my my nana really saw my passion for music early on and and encouraged me to take singing lessons from this woman that was in our choir named Cheryl Jameson. And um, her husband was a sound engineer who had actually worked with artists like Ario Speedwagon and Sticks cool. and Dan Fogelberg. And, and so there's little eight-year-old me and they decided <laughs> to do a um, little gospel record on me. That was the first CD I'd ever done. And, and it was just a, a bunch of gospel songs, but that's kind of what got the ball rolling and and I just never stopped my Nana anywhere yeah. Nana would drive me and stick me on stage I'd sing so I love it but yeah I, you know and you mentioned uh your church there's some there's some great video out there of you you know at seven years old rocking that stage like your Stevie Nicks <laughs> it's pretty it's pretty awesome uh so, so I, I 
it's like I couldn't believe that you're seven. So I, I, I'm like, okay, I'm gonna, I have to ask Lauren, like, what memories do you have of like just rocking those that stage at that church with such confidence and you're just command, Aww. amazing. You know, when you're that young, you're not afraid of anything. And I think like being starting out so young and just not knowing, I feel like I probably would have had more stage fright if I was older. But when you start out so young, it's just like, you don't know, you just want to get up there and have fun, you know, and and I think growing up in church and, and just being exposed to music and singing in front of crowds and stuff. Um, I, I think that really kind of conditioned me to um, know how to act on stage, know how to perform and, and not get not let nerves get in the way. So amazing. Amazing, yeah. Lauren. Um, so, you know, when you're 13, you start making these regular trips to Nashville a little bit more frequently, mm-hmm. um, you know, and you start working on your craft, on your vocals with, you know, Brett Manning, the renowned Brett Manning, for example. Yeah. Mm-hmm. How exciting was this for you at 13 to like be starting oh. to get exposed to the big leagues like this? It was wonderful. And, you know, I, um, I have always wanted to be a songwriter as well. And, and um, so I grew up writing like poetry and loving words and things like that. And when I was around 11 or 12, just a little bit before I started coming to Nashville, I, I started trying to learn some chords on guitar and, and coming to Nashville, working with uh, Brett and, and just seeing how things are run here. It's like, I don't know, a lot of merit is put into songwriting as well. And, and I just love the whole vibe of being here. And it was just really inspirational. Um, yeah. my, my heart is really in traditional country. Mm. And um, there's so much history here of the legends and the greats. And, and um, I don't know, a, a lot of reverence there too. So That's awesome. Yeah. And it's great that you like appreciate it and you're like receptive to it. Because I think the oh, ghost of country will reflect on you. You know, it's great. awesome thank you yeah of course lauren so okay let's touch a little bit on american idol you know i know you get asked this a little bit but you know just the obligatory for my audience obviously um you know let's just briefly do like a recap of what happened you basically almost made the top 20 controversial finish you know by like by like a smidge a recount fair not fair half the country's divided you should have been in the top 20 <laughs> or not. Yeah. Sounds yeah, familiar. Puts the election to, 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 to shame, right? What happened? But anyway. Um, but aren't you almost glad, Lauren? I know this sounds weird, the way it worked out. Because when it happened, um, I remember that's the first time your name came into our radar. And, and, and it was like, there was, you started becoming in the headlines you know, not as the winner, but as like for a different reason. But you started coming into into people's radar. Um, a lot of people felt very passionately about it, and, yeah. and and you know, you started charting in the iTunes country charts. You know, it, it almost like picked up a life of its own. Are you almost like glad the way the Lord or life worked out for you? Absolutely. You know, I am. Um, whenever it happened, uh, I mean, Grace and I were both just really excited. You know, and. Um, I, I didn't even expect to get as far as I did. And, and mm-hmm. I was just really thankful. Um, no hard feelings at all. And, and I've always just felt like, you know, God has my future in his hands and it's the best place for my future to be is in his hands. And, you know, her path was to continue on in that competition. And my path was for it to end right there. And, and, you know, whatever's to come after that, 
um, that's, that's up to God. And, and I trust that. And, um, I don't know, I just feel like it, it always works out better that way. There's always a reason for everything. Yeah, so, definitely. you know, I, I just had a good time with it while it lasted and I made a lot of friends and, and mm -hmm. it was a lot of fun. I love it. And, and you know what, and you did get a chance to showcase uh, Emily Harris, two more bottles of wine on the beach and just yes. rock <laughs> the entire country because that was insane. That was fantastic. <laughs> Thank you so much. Yeah, of course, Lauren. So let's talk about God Made a Woman because, oh my God, Lauren, what an album. Like, Aww, like an absolute, it. an absolute treasure of an, one of the things, the best things out of 2020. I, I do, Aww, I, I do say that, I, I should say this to people, the, the music that's come out this year, and this is an example, has been very special. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I want to talk about a few songs uh, briefly. Like, I want to show you my town, of course, you know, we talked about where you come from in Northeast Ohio and all that stuff. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. You know, what, what a beautiful tribute. What can you tell us about that song, the way it came about and the songwriting process for it? Yeah, well, I, I wrote the song with uh, my fiance, Sean, and uh, he grew up in um, Arkansas and I grew up in Ohio. And, and one day we were uh, just kind of talking to each other about our hometowns. And I said, I want to show you my town. And he said, write that down. We got to write that. And and so we drove around in his truck and I was just in the passenger seat with a little parlor guitar. And, nice. and by the end of the drive, we had a song. And, and not long you. after that, um, we had gotten a gig in his hometown and I got to meet his family. And, and um, not long after that, we got a gig in my hometown and, and he got to see my friends and family up there and where I grew up. And it just, it was cool because everything in it came to fruition, so. Unbelievable. So, so it was like a moment of inspiration during the drive? um yeah for sure unbelievable yeah. like you realize i i, I you know because I'm, I'm not a musician but i'm fascinated by the creative process and and so i love asking this stuff you do realize uh -huh. that that's like a scene out of a movie right like you're in a truck yeah. with sean like yeah. wind blowing out your hair and you're like recording yeah. a hit song <laughs> if if we do a video on it we'll we'll have to do that uh, yes blowing, absolutely yeah. drive by and a giant eagle please thank you yeah <laughs> Oh, Lauren, that's fantastic. Okay, so um, uh, Hello, Sad Eyes. Hello, Sad yeah. Eyes. Very, mm -hmm. very touching song, obviously. You touch on your work as a nurse in the front lines. Um, you know, just, again, tell us a little bit about it and, and maybe expand, like, what this year as a nurse has has uh, given you as a songwriter, maybe more characters, maybe more emotion. Yeah, um, you know what? I I wrote that song using a lot of experience that I've had um, as a nurse, you know, before I got into my nursing career. You know, of course, you know that bad things happen to people. And, and I mean, it's something you're aware of, but it's different whenever you're actually face to face with people that are probably at the lowest point in their life. You know, illness has hit them and and um I don't know, just a lot of hearing a lot of stories of people that are going through so much more than I've ever even dreamed of. And, and it's like, I wrote Hello, Sad Eyes, just because I felt like, you know, we're, we're always supposed to be our brother's keeper, our sister's keeper, and, and um, always just be a, a helping hand to reach out, even if it's just to be present and let them know that you're there. Um, so that's, I mean, I, I wrote that song a, a couple years ago. Um, but the message still rings true for what's going on right now. Um, mm. I think we really, really need to be um, caring and understanding and empathetic of um, where we're all at right now and yeah. be patient with each other. Cause these times are like, 
just so unprecedented and and um I don't know I I have written a few songs during quarantine I've been really busy working and right. it's just been a really heavy year and for some reason um I don't know I I've kind of gotten writer's block sometimes I kind of get in my own head and and when when things are kind of like they are right now of course one of my favorite songwriters in town is a woman named Matresa Berg and um she wrote uh strawberry wine and um you tequila make me crazy she's just a hero of mine and I saw that she posted on Twitter not too long ago that the times that we're in right now have just been so heavy and, and depressing. She's just like, I've only written like two or three songs in quarantine. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, if, if it's OK for my hero, I guess yes. it's OK for me. Yeah, everyone was saying but, in April, like, oh, Charles Dickens wrote his masterpiece. And it's like, well, can I just make a bread, a piece of bread? Like, can we take it easy with the Dickens? I know. You know? <laughs> right. Exactly. <laughs> I'm, I'm coming back into it now. I, I just posted a, a brand new song that I wrote. Um, yeah. And it's it's also a gospel song. It, it was kind of a just cry out to the Lord, um, just because everything's been just kind of kind of a dark year. And, and so it's a song I wrote called giving it all to you. Um, I, I just posted yeah. it up on my YouTube and all my socials and stuff. But um, song, that's yeah. one song that that came out of um, quarantine. But anyway, uh, yeah, it's 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 been a crazy year, but I think we're all learning um, about ourselves Absolutely. and each other. So, yeah, and and you know, Lauren, there is there is a there is a hunger for when whenever we open back up the stages and and whatnot, like yeah. like people are gonna just rush to see you. There's a lot of buzz around you around your album oh, that this you year, so you know, you know, even though we've been like cooped up at home or less traveling, we're not touring. It's allowed organically to your songs to flourish as they as they deserve to be heard, you know. Well, you know, the, the good thing about staying home is that, like, you're kind of forced to be on social media and all those things. And and um, I don't know, I think people use social media and more specifically music to kind of like get themselves out of a funk. You know, it's, it's a very healing thing. And, and so. I don't know. Music is medicine, I think, just as much as anything else. So. Oh, 100%. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely, Lauren. So, Lauren, I wanted to ask you, like, are, are you in the, like, you're a guitarist in tune? Are you in the mood for a song or do you, or do you, or do you want to go into, like, yeah. ask about Ricky Skaggs a little bit on a little bit about that? It's like, it's this a- is like a, one of those books where you pick your own, pick your own destiny. <laughs> Well, it's, it's up to you. I, I, you know, Ricky Skaggs is anytime I get to brag on him, he's just the most wonderful person that I could ever imagine. And um, I don't know, I, I met him. Of course, he's been a hero of mine for a lot of years, but um, I met him at the Bluegrass Awards, um, the IBMAs, maybe two or three years ago. And um, whenever Sean and I were getting ready to fly home from that, um, he was at our gate and we started talking and I'm just like, I've never met him before. I really want to meet him. And, and so we got to talking and, and, um, you know, he's a really, really strong Christian and we got to talking mm-hmm. about all the old gospel songs that we love. And, and, um, so it ended up that, uh, he sat with us on the ride home to Nashville and, um, or the, the flight home from Nashville and uh, we got to talking about, you know, how I was making this record. And Ricky's the one, we didn't even ask him. Ricky is the one that said, well, 
you know, I, I would love to play on that, you know, if, if you guys would want me to. And I'm like, yeah, of course. So humble, right? Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Oh my gosh. Just a beautiful, beautiful person. And, mm-hmm. and he, he made it happen. He did it in his studio. We all went there and, and um, picked a handful of songs from the record and, and he put mandolin on it. And um, I, I, something I never really even dreamed would happen, but sure. he's, he's the best. Unbelievable, Lauren. Things are happening. I love it. I love it. Cool. Mm-hmm. All right. So, um, yeah, I mean, the, I don't know if you want to, do you want to perform or not? Yeah, I can. Yeah. Cool. Um, cool. I have a, let me see here. Oh, look at that guitar. So, okay. So for the audio audience, there's, she's holding, uh, Lauren's holding a beautiful black guitar. Well, what type of guitar uh, is that? It's, it's a black Gibson Dove. Look at and that. it's my, it's my papa's. Look, and, oh my uh, God, he has a beautiful dove. You, you, Jesus, yeah. look at that. His, his dad gave it to him and he gave it to me. So, so when yeah. you went to the Country Music Hall of Fame, in, right there on Music <laughs> Row, that, that, that's the one that's going up there. From your mouth to God's ears. <laughs> listen, listen, I, I was going to tell you, last night were the CMA Awards. I hope you're getting, you know, you're not going to be watching them from home much longer. I'll put it to you that way, Lauren. I, I sure hope so. That's my dream. Cool. <laughs> well um i have a new single out right now and uh, a music video to go along with it my very first music video and um it's pretty traditional country it's called losing my mind and actually in the video we have our regular band in there of course there's sean and pete wasner on keys mike bub on bass larry adam Manuk on drums um guthrie trap on guitar and um we have let me see Paul Franklin, legendary steel player, legendary, who was right. also in it, and Aubrey Haney, legendary fiddle player. And I was blessed to have those guys on my record in the first place, but um, they all agreed to be in the music video as well. And so that was a huge deal to me and something I'm going to treasure forever. But um, anyway, it's a song I wrote with my friend Renee Martin, and it's called Losing My Mind. Didn't you say forever this time? Oh, I was a fool for believing your heart aching, beautiful love. Take me or leave. Don't string me alone. Are you coming or going? It's the same old sad song. We're crazy to keep on repeating our history time after time. Either you must be losing your memory or I must be losing my 
crouched by the doorway. We both know it won't be that long till you break a promise you made me. Does it feel right to do me so wrong? Oh, take me or leave me. Don't string me alone. Are you coming or going? It's the same old sad song. We're crazy to keep on repeating our history time after time either you must be losing your memory or I Massetti, oh. <laughs> whose bumps, marvelous, extraordinary, there are no words. Thank well, you thank so much. You so much. It's thank been an you absolute so much pleasure, for Thank you for coming. It's been a pleasure with you. Have a great rest of the winter. And uh, listen, when you get nominated for your first uh, CMA and your first Grammy, we expect you back on the show. <laughs> Absolutely. I, I'm praying for that in the name of Jesus. <laughs> Absolutely. All right, Lauren, take care. Thank you so much. You too. You've been listening to J-Rod Concerts, the podcast with Jamie Rodriguez.